American. It's why the Ukrainians have shocked the world. It's why there's 200,000 Russian casualties because of Ukrainian courage, Ukrainian persistence. But yes, American weapons, American know-how, and American training. Listen, our troops are the best in the world. They're the best they've ever been. And I'm sick and tired of Republicans trashing the United States of America. And I'm sick and tired of their trashing our men and women in uniform, suggesting we're in decline. <laughs> oh, he's sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of the left. I'm sick and tired of all the woke crap you're teaching to people in the military. Uh, I, I don't know anybody that's a conservative that doesn't support the personnel of the military. What we don't support is the upper levels of the military imposing this woke ideology on all of our troops and turning them into a, a bunch of sissies. That, that's what we don't support. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news. We actually do support the people that are going out there and they're dying for our country. I think it's pretty obvious we do. I just thought that that was absolutely ludicrous what he was saying. I'm going to use a little, go, go a little Mike Tyson style. It's ludicrous. <laughs> what was being said there? Oh, the left. They're good at that, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to – they know that they're wrong, and they know it's not working for them. It's working against them. They see all the polls. They see their popularity dropping. So what do they do? They just try to erase history and flip it around, and now they want to say, it's not us. We say the military is great. It's them. Oh, it wasn't us that see defund the police. It was them. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> uh, anyways. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. The Grammys. Oh, God. And not that I watch the Grammys because I don't, because I never did and I never will. It's a bunch of elite patting each other on the back for their performances. It's kind of nauseating. You put on additional performances. It's, it's really just a joke. You know, it's Hollywood all making themselves feel better about themselves. I mean, what, what is there to feel good about in- I mean, yeah, uh, we're we're the greatest. We love ourselves. Yeah, I don't really have much interest in that. But I will touch on a few things that I just happen to browse through and see on social media just because it's just ridiculous. Uh, I see that Hollywood is fully embracing the whole satanic cult deal. Uh, Sam Smith is up there, and uh, he got a lot fatter since the last time I saw him. He lost a bunch of weight. Now he's porky again. But anyways, um He's up there dressed as Satan with a top hat on and doing his dance with his groupies there. And I, yeah, I don't know what the music is. I don't even listen to music now, the new music nowadays. So I, I really have no idea what song it was, nor did I care to hear it. But he's doing that, and apparently he's getting roaring applause for his little satanic performance. Uh, and then the, what got me more than that, because I don't know about awards or any of that, so if you're hoping to hear any of that, you're, you've probably arrived at the wrong podcast. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what caught me more, got me more, well, let me start here. Let me, let me start with this one. Okay. Harry Styles. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm waiting for him to just openly say, I, he may have already. I don't know, but I'm waiting for him to say he's openly gay. I don't know what's with him and he thinks he's making this big statement. He must really have a mental problem that he always dresses in these weird women clothes and stuff and, and thinks that that's masculine. I don't know what they have on him if he doesn't want to do it. And I don't know what he's thinking beyond that. And I don't know what kind of drugs he's doing. God knows. But apparently what he wore out there, uh, I mean, I saw somebody put a question with the uh, a, a image of him there and said, uh, 
explain to me why you wouldn't wear this. And I'm not very big on Twitter or anything. I don't really say much at all. But uh, what would stop me from wearing that? Yeah, being a man. <laughs> that, yeah, okay, because men don't wear that. I don't know. That's pretty, it's pretty, pretty simple there. So, anyways, he was in his uh, little girly uh, clothes there. And I guess he thinks he's making a big statement around all of his little elite Hollywood buddies. But the one that got me the most. Wow. Madonna. Oh my God. That lady, I didn't even know who it was at first. You see, I don't keep up with Hollywood news that much. You know, I'll see a little bit here and there. I don't follow these people, so I don't realize how much they're changing. You know, the, the people that maybe were once skinny are now fat and vice versa. They were once fat and now they're skinny. I, I don't follow it, so I don't really pay much mind to it. But I saw a picture of Madonna and I said, I said, no, maybe that's a bad picture. Somebody did something funny to the picture. Let me find a real video of it. And then I saw the video and oh my God, what the hell am I looking at? You want to talk about plastic surgery gone wrong? I mean, granted that everybody that does plastic surgery, uh, they all look the same. All of them. I mean, you do all, you all, I hope that you guys do not feel that you're individuals. I hope that you don't feel that you're being edgy and you have a great look or that you guys literally all look the same. All of you. Okay. It reminds me of a twilight episode every, every year. And I probably already said this before in a past podcast or past episode. Um, every year, my, me and my wife, new year's when it was cable, we used to like to watch the, uh, twilight zone, the old ones. I don't know about the newer ones, but the old ones from the sixties and stuff, black and white. Now, there's one particular episode where uh, you choose, you know, you upgrade your body. In other words, you choose what you want to look like. And like everybody looks the same. You know, everybody picks either this model or that model. So you have three different looks and everybody looks like that. Okay, well, that's what, what's happening here. I mean, Madonna looks like plastic surgery's worst nightmare. And I'm not sure when people get to that point if... They're trying to fix it to make it look better. So they're trying and the doctor's convincing them and they're doing more and more and more surgeries and they just look more and more and more messed up. I mean, she's probably as bad from what I can see as, uh, again, I'm not in the fashion world here. Is it, I think it's Versace's sister, Versace. Was he the one that got shot in Miami? Did he had a sister? I want to say if it's not Versace, it's Gucci. It's well, anyways, one of them. She did a bunch of plastic surgery. I mean, she looks like Gollum. <laughs> she looks like like a puffer fish or something. I, I don't. She's horrible looking. My God, scary. Like I wouldn't even show her picture to my kids to give them nightmares. Well, Madonna's right. She's 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 teetering right there. She just looks like a normal plastic surgery nightmare. Uh, if she continues to go, I guess she's gonna get into that category. But. I was blown away when I saw her. Wow. And this is somebody that growing up, Madonna was huge when I was young. I mean, huge. As there's nobody, in my opinion, that has had the success and been the mega star as Michael Jackson. So you really can't compare anybody to him. But I would say as a female artist, she was definitely teetering in that area she was one of the biggest her Whitney Houston back then I mean these were some of the biggest artists of the time so I grew up listening to her seeing her movies knowing what she looked like Uh, she was always you know a hoe I don't know the best way to say that Uh, back then it's not like it changed anything 
her music widely popular uh, on all accounts. I mean, I enjoy some of her music myself. So, I mean, a very successful artist. I wouldn't even recognize her walking down the street. I mean, she could be sitting next to me on a plane talking to me. I'd have no no idea who she is. <laughs> That's how, I mean, if you haven't seen her, wow. Okay, the message here is for all, for everybody. Yeah, I mean, men, women, generally it's women more than men. Listen, you're beautiful, okay? There's nothing more classy and nothing better looking than a woman who has not done plastic surgery and allowed herself to age naturally. You're rocking it with your little salt and pepper hair. You know, you get into your mid-40s and late-40s going into your 50s and you have your little bit of grays. Think about it. These girls nowadays, they put gray in their hair because they because it's a, uh, it's a natural look and it's a good look. If you take care of yourself self health-wise, you're eating right, you're, you know, you're if especially if you're very fair skinned, you're putting sunblock on so the sun's not beating your skin up and try to help prevent wrinkles and you're using some of the right uh um oh Jesus, my mind's going blank blank here. This is some of the right I don't want to say chemicals, some of the right uh, uh products. That's what it is. I don't know why I, that word was not coming to me. Some of the right products you know, on your face that are not damaging to your face and, and your skin and you keep your skin looking as good as it can look. Like I said, stay healthy, stay in the gym, keep yourself in good shape, age naturally. You're going to be gorgeous in your age. You really will. You'll be gorgeous. You'll be a, a beautiful looking woman that looks just like herself. Your husband will be much happier that all of a sudden one day he doesn't wake up and what turns and looks at him in the in the bedroom is a face like Madonna's face, okay? Which makes uh, me, I literally, I'm fat, heart attack time, over. It's over. I, ah! I just fall out of the bed. <laughs> It's over at that point for me. I'm done. I turn over. That's it. Wet in the bed. The whole nine. We're done. That's it. Just tell the call the coroner. Tell them to come pick me up. Tell them to bring a crane. They're gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> but please, you guys are obsessed with trying to look the way that it's not society. It's news media. It's Hollywood. What they say you should look like. Be yourself. You will age gracefully. You'll look gorgeous doing it. Your spouses will be just as happy as the day they married you because they're going to look at you and they're going to see the age in your face just like the age is in their face. And they're going to be like, man, you're as beautiful as the day that I married you. Okay? You don't need to do all that stuff. Please don't end up looking like a Madonna. My God, it is horrible. Stop injecting your lips with all this crap so it looks like you got your mouth stuck in a vacuum cleaner and you look swollen and you look ridiculous because obviously it's fake. You guys don't need to do all that. You know, be yourself. Look beautiful. Take care of yourself and it'll be all good. Madonna, I mean, it, it blew me away when I saw her. So I felt like it was, I was compelled. I had to say something. I mean, it was, it's horrifying. The lady looks like she just came out of a horror movie. It, I mean, it was, it was that bad. Well, yeah, I would say, I keep hitting this thing. I would say that it probably is a horror movie at the Grammys right now because that's what it looked like to me. Again, I'm, I have no interest in going over the Grammys because the Grammys to me are just a waste of my time. All right, so now tomorrow, uh, or not tomorrow, this evening, um, you're going to have Sleepy Creepy give his... His big speech, you know, there's some talk about who's writing the speech. <laughs> you 
Yeah. Yeah, who is writing the speech? Indeed. Uh, I think it's going to get a whole lot deeper than who's writing it. Actually, you know what? Somebody asked Jean-Pierre about that. Let's listen to what she has to say. Give this speech tomorrow night. Well, as you know, the president is heavily, uh, as I've said many times, heavily engaged in the writing process. When you when you hear the speech, you're certainly here. Uh, there will be no question that this is a Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden State of the Union speech. Uh, so just want to make that really clear. But, you know, don't want to get ahead of what you're going to hear from him. Uh, and so... <laughs> Can you imagine if Joe Biden wrote, you're going to know it's from him? Why? Is it going to be like, yeah, I'd like to thank everybody uh, for coming out here tonight. Um, this is my presidential speech to, uh, uh, oh, oh, no, that was, uh, that was, uh, no, this is the State of the Union. And <laughs> Oh, it's going to be bad. Hey, I'm, I'm anticipating, you know, what I feel the worst for, I'm anticipating it's going to be bad, but you know, really who I feel the worst for, I feel, uh, really, really strongly. I feel bad for the teleprompter <laughs> because yeah, this guy's trying to read off the teleprompter and the person that is on the teleprompter that is, is, uh, controlling it has got to just be saying to themselves, oh my God, please, man, for the love of God, just read the words, man. Just read the words on it. That's all you got to do. They spent hours, days, weeks probably trying to write this speech to make sure it sounds like something you would say. If you'll just read what's on the teleprompter, we can get through this and go home. But you know, Joe, even with a teleprompter, he tends to get lost from time to time. So... Should be interesting. It's it's funny when you see him, how he kind of, some days he's on, some days he's off. Some days he's on, yeah, it's just the way it's back and forth. It's going to be interesting to see what he does tonight, whether he's on or off. And if he's on and he is as sharp as ever, you got to wonder how much drugs did they pump him with? What are they giving him and how much did they pump him with to make sure that he was doing that good, that he was that sharp? I mean, did they put him and give him his little nappy time and make sure he's taking a little nap? Now he's got to get a little two-and-a-half-hour nap. Come on, little Joey. Let's put you to sleep for two hours. We want to make sure that your brain refreshes a little bit. And then when you wake up, we're going to give you some medicine. You take your medicine like a good little boy, and that way you'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> it's going it's to be a disaster. And beyond it being a disaster, which will be tomorrow's episode anyways, I'm sure the lies that are going to be told during that speech are going to be just unbelievable. What does he have to talk about? Over the course of the last year, tell me what Joe Biden, from the last time that he that he gave this address to this time, what has he accomplished since then? Another 3 million plus illegals in the country. Ukraine war, we're getting deeper and deeper embedded in that war. We're getting more and more invested in that war. We're sending over weapons of destruction. Looks like that potentially World War III, I mean, we're feeling it right now that it potentially it's around the corner. You got Chinese spy balloons coming over the United States. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do, do I need to continue? Is there your son's laptop? I mean, it just, it just gets deeper and deeper. We're finding out that over, since this is only since last year now that the, the DOJ and the FBI are working hand-in-hand hand with big tech to silence the right side of things. I mean, what are you, you going to tell us, Joe? Inflation, did it come down a little bit? Yeah, yeah, sure it did. What would you have to do to get it to come down, Joey? Oh, that's right, you had to crash the housing market. Sure, 
Sure, that's great. So anybody that had invest, was investing in homes or anybody that just bought a home, you're paying more to live in that home now. You can afford less because you're paying more in, insur- in interest. I mean, what good could the man possibly say? But I'm sure he's going to go on there and tell you that. You know, he's done the best day. He's done the best job. The economy's roaring. We're coming back. Everything is great. Jobs are on the rise. Um, he's going to really want you to believe that everything is just hunky-dory. It's beautiful. And that That's where the he's going to try to go with it. And if anybody has two cents, if you got a couple of couple cents, a couple of marbles, excuse me, rolling around upstairs, then you'll know that that's nonsense because you feel it every day. You know, you see it and you feel it every day. Every time you spend money, you feel it. It gets worse every day. All right, so I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. I'm sure it's going to go well for him. But that'll be tomorrow's episode, and I'm sh- I know we're going to have a whole bunch of audio clips that I'll be playing on tomorrow's episode because that's going to be a hot mess. Moving on. I found an interesting article by Michigan, uh, Michigan Watchdog Capcom. And it's to deal with energy and the issues that we're having with energy. Um, Michigan's coming energy crisis will be man-made. Michigan's energy transition is a bait-and-switch move uh, away from reliable energy sources. That's pretty much that's pretty much every. Uh, that's the Democratic plan. It's bait-and-switch. They're trying to get you off oil and natural gas, coal. And they're trying to put you on solar, wind, things that don't work. I mean, this that's not really of any surprise. It just depends where you live. It's how fast they're going to push this issue. Uh, right now in Michigan, they're, they have enough resources to provide 10 million people with the energy that they need, no problem. Okay, What, what, what Michigan's problem is, and this is via the article, uh, they lack the political will to insist on the reliable uh, energy. So just like most blue states, <clears throat> you have blue, everybody that's in charge is blue, it leans blue, uh, they're going to go ahead with this nonsense of, of getting away from reliable energy sources and transitioning them. And since there's nothing that stands in their way, they have the full backing of the federal government right now, they can do this, and the only people that get hurt are your average working Americans. Those are the only families that are going to get hurt. These are the only ones that are going to be out in the cold, or they're going to be dying in the heat because you're going to have rolling blackouts. You're not going to have enough power to sustain. I mean, I don't know what work looks like. I don't know, I don't know how that looks for you guys, but it's coming. Okay, and Michigan's energy transition, they want to get rid of coal. Uh, coal is prioritized as public enemy number one up there. The quicker they can allow, they, they can move past coal, um, I guess the better that is for them. They said only one coal plant will be operating after 2028. Did you hear what I'm saying? We're in 2023. Only one will be in operation after 2028. That's going to be a problem for you guys. How are you going to heat your homes? It's cold in Michigan. I've been to Michigan. And that's one state that I have been to. I had to go up there when I worked with a particular company, and I was up there for a couple of weeks in the wintertime. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. And the only reason I'm saying it is if you're from the south, you know cold. Okay, I, granted, it gets cold. If you're in Florida, that's a joke. I mean, people around here put a sweater on at 70 degrees. For me, I'm like thanking the Lord at 70 degrees. I'm outside in a tank top and shorts and sandals. 
I'm, I'm loving life. I do that all the way to 50 degrees before I actually put a t-shirt on. But for the, for the average Floridian, 70 degrees, 70 degrees, you're all done. They're freezing out here. So Florida, man, they don't know cold. Southern states, Georgia, Bama, and all these places on the coast here, they get cold. You know, they'll, they'll get cold. Not Michigan cold. I don't think people understand Michigan cold up there. I mean, sub-zero temperatures, it's cold. To not have reliable coal plants operating, you're going to cause people their lives. Right now, four of Michigan's top 10 energy-generating facilities are coal-powered. So you can assume they're going to shut down three out of the four. You're going to have one in operation. And this is 2021 data. Uh, You're going to have one in operation. What are they going to replace it with? Please don't tell me solar. Especially in a place like Michigan, please don't tell me solar. Where when the snow gets on top of a solar panel and blocks it, it's not generating any power. So please don't tell me solar. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's wait. Wind turbines? You going to do wind? Uh, they're going to freeze up like they did in Texas? When it gets to sub-zero temperatures, they're going to freeze up like it did in Texas? What are they going to transition to? People in Michigan, how are you guys still voting blue? I understand that you're going to blame the main cities, Detroit, and that's fine. You want to blame the main cities? The ones in the main cities listening to the sound of my voice, how do you anticipate on getting your heat? What energy source are you hoping for? Don't tell me you're not thinking about it because by not thinking about it, you're going to die. I'm not an alarmist. This is just, this is basic stuff here. If it is 10 degrees outside, okay, you got a wind chill which takes you out down into the single digits, five degrees, and that's continuous weather, and you have no electricity and no way to heat your home, so your interior is maybe 20 degrees better than your exterior, you're going to slowly die. You're going to freeze to death. What are you going to do about it? You guys keep electing the same, the same morons. You guys keep electing them over and over and over. It's madness. You're expecting different results every time, but you guys keep putting the same people with the same bad policies in place and nothing changes. And then you complain that nothing changes, but you don't change. Instead of saying, listen, you know what? It's not about Democrat or Republican. You've been here two terms. You suck. Because nothing's changed. You've had your chance. Get out. Next. And if you got somebody coming behind them that's talking the same language, it's speaking the same way they do. You know, we're going to come in here, green energy, we can do it better, this and that. I would advise you, and this would be under heavy advisement, not to elect them again. You know, we always say that elections have consequences. You know, I don't want to say that and the consequence for you people up there to be is freezing to death. That's, that's not an ideal conversation for me. It's, that doesn't make me feel better that I'm right. You know, that, that actually angers me more. And you could be as liberal as liberal gets. And if I think that you're freezing up there and dying, even as a liberal, I'm being honest. I don't want to see you die because these morons that are running your state are just pushing a certain agenda and don't care about you at all. You elect them to do your will. 
if that's your will and you're saying, oh, it's okay, I'm going to put 12 coats on and you die from it, okay, well, hey, man, they represented you. <laughs> you got what you were looking for, I guess. You know, the fact of the matter is I'm not, I'm not against you where I want you to die. You guys need to make better decisions, make better choices. You guys keep voting for the same type of person over and over. Nothing gets better. Detroit's a wasteland. It's been trending that way for how many decades? It hasn't gotten any better. Look at who's been in power for the majority of the time and tell me why it hasn't gotten better. Do a little bit of research. Do a little bit of homework. Well, it, it does pay off. It does pay off when you look at it. When you find it and figure it out, you're going to go, huh, you know, Democrats have been, in, have been in power 90% of the time in 90% of the places up here. Huh, I wonder why we are the way we are. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. Please, people, wake up because your end is coming sooner. I'm not going to have the problem down here. Your end's coming quicker than mine. Okay, even down here, we don't have that issue. You know, we vote accordingly. You saw what Ron DeSantis won by down here. Okay, we know what we want down here. People in Florida, we want freedom. We, we respect the police. We respect the system. That's what we want down here. Just remember up there that 2024 comes before 2028. (laughs) I'm not talking down to you. But you can make a change in 2024 for the better, for yourself, for your state, for your city. You can make that change. It's two years. It's better to make that change in two years because they're talking about 2028. You may still be able to keep everything online if you put the right people in the right place before they shut you guys down. All right, that wraps it up for me. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please rate and review me. It's always a great help. If you like, contact me, go to littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section. Beyond that, have a beautiful Tuesday. We will do it again tomorrow.